From the shadows of New York's Manhattan skyline to Arizona's Valley of the Sun resides a radio program the world over has been waiting for. Hosted by two men no one has ever heard of. It's a place where idiocracy runs free and rarely a point is made. Kieran. I mean, we're looking up something about something that doesn't exist, and then we're reading a quote that this dude just made up and we're taking it as fact. Rocket. Yahoo Answers, the same place where people ask, I never had sex, can I get pregnant? It's <laughs> the same place. Together, these men will bring you laughter at any cost, even if that means sacrificing their own egos or well-being. So put your brains on standby. Sit back and relax. The boys have returned. Lunatic Radio starts now. Back to start the fucking show, huh? Today, I can turn off my microphone. There we go. Uh, yeah, just me today. No rock, no Leroy Jenkins, no, uh, no, nobody else. Just me alone. It is the uh, Lunatic Radio Show. Live number to call in 718 690 9290. This is my uh, second solo show. I believe I did a few solo shows back in the day. I even did a solo show uh, for somebody else. Somebody else's show. It was like a sex show, which I was... <laughs> which went like a bag of hammers, I'm sure. It was fucking terrible. That's exactly how that show went. I was giving sex advice when I had uh, little to no sex, probably. At that point, I don't know. It was a long time ago. It was like 15, 16 years ago. Anyway, uh, yeah, it's the Lunatic Radio Show. 718-690-9290 if you want to call in. Please call in. Help me out. Another voice on this radio show would be great other than mine because I have to, uh, uh, you know, use my own thoughts, which sucks. There's not many in this brain of mine. Let me, uh, I got to get my notes. Hold on. Good to have my notes with me. My notes. Uh, word up. Yeah, uh, a lot to do today. Uh, I don't know. There's a lot to news. I guess there's some news. I don't know. I uh, bought a new car, which is uh, which is always uh, fun to buy a new car. I, I drove a Scion for a long time. Uh, well, not a long time, like three years. And uh, I figured since I'm uh, a 40 floor, 40 floor, I should not uh, drive, be driving a Scion anymore. It's kind of like a uh, kid's car, you know, like uh, like something a 17-year-old will get out of or a 16-year-old girl is uh, driving that because her dad bought it for her. <laughs> so it was time to get out of the uh, Scion TC uh, world. And plus, I don't think they make Scions anymore. They stopped making them. So I'm like stuck with the car they don't even make anymore because it's too shitty of a car to keep producing, I guess. So I bought myself a, a, a new car. And uh, it was like one of the things where you're like, you're like yeah, I got this car. I don't fucking want it. And you call the person and they're like, yeah, you can trade it in. You know, and I traded it in. I got myself a, a, uh, a an adult car. An adult 
uh, automobile. So I feel like an adult, like I am uh, worthy of, uh, of respect when I get out of it. Not some fancy car. It's not a fancy car, and it's not really. Pretty much, it was like a th- like a like a thousand bucks more than the, than the, the goddamn roller skate Scion that I bought. But it's a nice car. It's an adult car. You know, it's it's one of them Kias. I bought a Kia, so I drive a K car, which is uh, <laughs> which is me. You know, whatever, man. I just need something to get the point A to point B. But it's one of these cars that's got all the bells and whistles. It's got all the latest bells and whistles. The bells and whistles. So apparently I can, uh, it's like 2018 and it's fully loaded. And, uh, but it's like a roller skate and it's very small because I'm a small guy. I don't need some big ass fucking car. I don't need some, uh, Kia. They're trying to sell me this stinger thing. I'm like, I don't have the bank account for that. You look at me, you see the fucking shirt I'm wearing, buddy. I was at the uh, sales, the salesman. As soon as I walked up on the lot of Kia. Uh, the guy's like, yeah, check out this uh, this new Stinger thing we got. I'm like, yeah, buddy, look at my T-shirt. Do you think I can afford that fucking thing? No. Look at me. I'm wearing a fucking T-shirt from Kohl's. I can't afford a Stinger. I can't afford the fucking goddamn door handle on that damn thing. But that's That Stinger's a nice car. But I bought myself, you know, a reasonable, decent adult car. And it's fully loaded. It's small. It's like a mid-sized small. It's, a, it's like a mid-sized small blend, if you will. I don't know what they call it. I don't know what the car term uh, size is for the car. But it's uh, it's one of these uh, fully loaded cars. And it, like, it, it syncs with everything you have. Like your phone. They told me to download some app. And it syncs with the car. And I, apparently I can like control the car from my phone. Which I got to figure out how to do. Because that sounds pretty cool. I don't know. You know, it's got the rear view camera. It's got the Sirius XM radio. It's got the uh, like the whole like dashboard is like an iPod thing now. All these new cars, all these the te- technology in these fucking cars these days. Pretty fucking amazing. That's what I'm saying. It's pretty fucking amazing. Um, maybe. Maybe not. Maybe fuck yourself. Well, maybe fuck myself too. Yes. Fuck me self. Uh, yeah, so I got the uh, the new car. So uh, maybe I can go out and get them bitches. I don't know. I got to get some bitches because I need to get laid soon. Oh, here's Virgin Zach calling it. Virgin Zach, you're on the radio show with me solo. Hello, Virgin Zach. Kieran, congrats on the new car. Yes, I got a new car. I'm not driving no Scion TC anymore. See, I got the uh, the cousin of that. I got a little Toyota. I got the from Scion. So. Uh, yes. What, you got a Camry or something? I have a 2016 Corolla. Ah, yes, the Corolla. See, I have the Kia version of that. <laughs> uh, I had the Kia Forte. I bought the Kia Forte. Yeah. I, those, are, those are nice cars. And like you said, fully loaded. I've been... My car, I got to get a new one in the next six months, so I've been looking around, and I've seen that one around and thought about it myself. It's not a bad vehicle. I would suggest giving it a uh, a test drive. You know what's cool is that when I took it for a test drive, the lady uh, we went out on the highway there, and she's like, okay, uh, get it up to, like, 55 or whatever. I was like, all right, I'll get it up to 55. And then she was like, 
All right, press this button on the uh, the lower left hand side of your dashboard. So I pressed that button, and the car drove itself, <laughs> which was Holy cool. Shit. Yeah, it drove itself. It literally, she was like, let go of the steering wheel. And the car, we went around this bend on the highway, and I didn't touch the steering wheel. It moved it itself. Like, it keeps you in the lane. It was funny. <laughs> it was funny, and I didn't, like, I didn't go into, like, adding into the conversation. But she's like, um, she was like, yeah, we call this Dewey mode. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was funny. Which I thought was funny for a car salesman to, uh, you know, <laughs> suggest to a potential buyer that they have the this Kia Forte has a Dewey mode. <laughs> but they call. I it, you're going to go if it's the J, it's the Jo mode. Yeah, no. Take your hands off and be honest with you. I, I, I'm very happy with my Kia Forte, uh, and I, I wish it did blow me because it does everything else. You know, I'll be honest with you, it really does everything else. I'm very excited. I feel like I might see. I don't. I couldn't get laid in the goddamn driving a Scion TC, and not that I want to bang a girl that's going to bang me because of the car I drive. I don't want that. But I feel like more of an adult getting out of the Kia Forte than I did uh, getting out of the Scion TC. Like I felt like when I got out of the Scion TC, people saw me get out of the Scion TC and were like, "That guy's a pedophile." <laughs> I mean, or he's just trying to be really, really trying to hang on to his youth, which is not a, uh, well, you know, the, you know, the marketing for when Scion was, was still around was for people, my, you know, people 20, the 20 sums, the, the millennials, yeah, the millennials, yeah. And like, that's, so I understand where you're coming from. Cause I, like when I got my car, that's what I was looking at. I was looking at Scion and Toyota and I thought, well, this one makes me makes me feel more mature and more of an adult. The Toyota did than the Scion, right? So I was like, oh, and it was cheaper too. So yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah, the Scion's it's it's such a difference. Like when you get a nice car that's fully loaded and going from your old car, it's such like it, like in two years, like my Scion, the Scion I owned was a 2016, and in two years I bought this, tw- I, I got this 2018 car. What is that? Are you on a rocking chair back over there? No, I just had to walk oh. outside. <laughs> uh, so I get the, yeah, the, from 2018 to 2016, the cars, like the technology in the car just jumped exponentially. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Crazy how much technology is in the new cars now. I'm very excited. I feel like I can hold on to this thing for a good five years and feel comfortable with driving it and not being like out of the loop with the technology because the thing's great. It's fucking awesome. See, that's the weird thing about technology just in cars itself. I mean, they move sometimes faster than cell phones do. I mean, if you look, like I, like you said, I look at the, you know, 20, 2019 version of my car, and it's got all these other bells and whistles. Like, it's now got a fully, you know, all this, it's all one screen from the dash all the way to the center console to the radio dials. I'm like, holy shit. Right. Yeah, and it's it's weird how fast it just moves because now I'm looking at it and I'm just like, can I even afford this? And it's the same price as my car when I first got it. I was like, holy crap! <laughs> yeah, and I was uh, I felt like I felt like an adult driving the new car as I drive it around town and shit. And it came with the uh, the Series XM, which I enjoy uh, tremendously. And I noticed when I was uh, you know flicking through the channels of uh, Series XM. You know, feeling more like an adult driving the Kia Forte 
I uh, I stuck on, <laughs> I came across this channel on Sirius XM, and I haven't listened to Sirius XM in a while. And I actually tried to get a job there with this radio show a long time ago. And we were pretty close. We were pretty close, but didn't quite get there. Um, but I noticed they have this uh, channel called uh, Yacht Rock Radio. So I, I, I flicked on the Yacht Rock Radio. Apparently, this is a channel for people who uh, own yachts. And go out sailing on yachts. This is music they can play on their yacht to feel to get the full yacht experience, I guess. And uh, I figured I was, uh, you know, in my new uh, Kia Forte. I felt kind of like a like a, you know a man about town, a little rich. I felt uh, I felt wealthy driving my new adult uh, vehicle, and I felt like listening to some yacht radio, which was nice. This is my yacht music. Yeah, it was good. I don't know. I feel I, I feel happy that I got a new car. That's all I got. That's all I got, Bird and Zach, on that. Are you still there, Bird and Zach? Is he gone? Bird and Zach still there? I don't know. I don't even know what happened. Bird and Zach, you there? Bird and Zach is gone. I think Bird and Zach's gone. All right, there you go. There's Bird and Zach. I just hung up on him. Yeah, new car, Kia Forte, and uh, I'm happy with it. I'm happy with my uh, my new Sirius XM. I feel like uh, you know, prepared, uh, more uh, prepared to get laid now, which is my uh, next mission. Got to get laid and listen to. If I listen to more yacht radio, maybe I'll uh, I'll feel like uh, more confident. Love that yacht radio. Really do feel when you listen to something like yacht radio, it kind of like feel. Uh, you feel good. It makes you feel good. It's got that like that those songs like sailing, take me away. You know that whatever that fucking song is. Uh, they also have another uh, channel on SiriusXM that I noticed. I haven't listened to SiriusXM in a long time. Because it's just like 15 bucks a month, and I was like, I don't know if I should, you know, put a, you know, afford it. I don't know if I can afford it. But uh, they had this little thing called uh, Chill, XM Chill, Series XM Chill. And I've been listening on that, too. It's just it's music that makes you chill. Which is, uh, it works. For some reason, it works. Like, you turn on, the, like, the like a mellow music, and your your whole vibe changes. Like, when you're all stressed out. Like, you're sweating, and you're panicky, and you're anxious. You turn on some mellow music, and it's amazing how much that noise hits your ears and just settles your body. This is like music I should play when I, uh, around 11 o'clock at night, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They should add up uh, Sirius XM Jack. <laughs> Just music to Jack to. <laughs> be honest with you, if they have Yacht Radio, Sirius XM Yacht Radio, or Yacht Channel, uh, and, and Poolside Chill Channel, they should have uh, Sirius XM Masturbating, or Sirius XM Jack. Serious XM Power Jack. Boy, 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 boy,
Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe fuck yourself. Fuck you, Mark Wahlberg. I will listen to Sirius XM Jack. Now that's that's something. This should be on Sirius XM Jack. Whatever this song is. Seven one eight six nine zero ninety two ninety. If you want to add to my uh, whatever the hell I'm talking about. Sorry, Virgin Zach, for hanging up on you. I didn't mean to. Ah, oh, yes. Yeah, so uh, the, the new car. That's great. Uh, a lot to do on today's radio program. Uh, I'm just going to, you know, I don't know how long I'm going to go, but I'm going to go. And when I run out of shit to say, I'll be fucking it. And then we'll come back, and uh, next week we'll have Rock back and uh, maybe Leroy Jenkins. My buddy Chris Italia was going to join me today, but he couldn't find a microphone. Somebody stole his microphone, so... Uh, you need to you need to have a microphone to do radio. One of the key things for radio is a microphone. So uh, be prepared. Have a microphone. Speaking of uh, radio, uh, there's a f- world-famous uh, sports radio station in New York City. It is the first uh, sports talk radio station in, that uh, to exist, uh, WFAN in New York. Uh, and they have a guy on there named Joe Beningo who's been uh, doing uh, radio for like, I don't know, it seems like 50 years. 50 years. Guy's 65 years old. And apparently he had to take a leave of absence because some broad in the sales department at WFAM decided, you know, she wanted to sue WFAM because she got fired, um, I believe, because they went to some, she went to some, uh, some, some sort of event at the Barclays Center or something. And WFAN had some sort of suite rented out for everybody. And she brought her boyfriend and her boyfriend got into a fight with somebody else in the suite. I guess maybe another WFAN employee. So she got all pissed. And uh, and she got fired. She ended up getting fired from the sales team, fired from the uh, CBS radio, fired from WFAN. No longer uh, selling uh, ads for WFAN. And uh, I guess since that happened uh, and she was pissed about getting fired, I guess she she decided to put a get put together a lawsuit uh, that had I guess basically nothing to do with that incident of her boyfriend getting into a fight in the suite at the Barclays Center at the WFAN event. But it was a suit that uh, listed Joe Beningo, a legendary uh, broadcaster for WFAN, been on the WFAN broadcasting sports talk radio for like 35 freaking years. This guy's 65 years old. He doesn't even have a hip. But she brought against him a sexual harassment suit uh, claiming that WFAN... Uh, is uh, a lot of the employees there uh, drink. Uh, there's like a frat house mentality at the sports talk radio show uh, station. And uh, that Joe Beningo himself went to this young lady at some point uh, at WFAM and tried to get her to have a threesome with her and his, uh, his wife. So Joe Beningo's wife and this broad Joe wanted to have a threesome with. And Joe, apparently, according to the article in the New York Post, uh, showed a picture to this uh, this broad of his wife naked. Who's probably, Joe's 67 years old. Joe Beningo's 67 years old. Legendary broadcaster. 67. His wife's probably what? She's got to be in her 60s. He's got naked photos of her. That's, 
Somehow I don't believe any of this, but apparently, uh, uh, I guess in New York, that's big radio news. No one really knows around the country who Joe Beningo is, but uh, people know what WFAN is, the legendary sports talk radio show. And it was all over the New York uh, papers about his uh, leaf of absence, but <sighs> apparently hookers and stuff are involved. And in, like this, that's what this suit claims, it was like hookers and... A lot of drinking as early as 10 a.m. in the morning at WFAN. People are just boozing. I've been to WFAN. I went up there one time to watch uh, Boomer Sison has a uh, show there. And I have a, my old uh, intern boss, uh, Al Dukes. His name's Al Dukes. He, he broadcasts. He uh, produces the uh, the Boomer, uh, Boomer and Gino sports radio show. I believe it's on CBS Sports Network on TV and uh, whatever. I went up there. To uh, to watch watch uh, their, that show being you know broadcasted and how it works and all that stuff and just uh, hanging out with Al and and just watching. But uh, when I went up to WFAN, if you ever been to the new WFAN, it's nothing like that. <laughs> it's there's it's so corporate inside those uh, that radio station. It's unbelievable. You wouldn't want to like you wouldn't want to like track in dirt on your feet into that station. That's how clean it is. And nice and modern and uh, so like I, I you know I know I haven't been there I don't I don't know what goes on I, I don't know you know I don't work there I don't know maybe this maybe this lawsuit everything she's claiming is correct I don't know but from my general interpretation I don't believe frat house crap is happening at a uh, a corporate place like WFIN and CBS Radio and all that I believe it's owned by Entercom or something that. I can't imagine that's happening. Drinking at 10 a.m. in some sort of uh, building like that. When you get uh, no, I don't think so. Not uh, I don't know. I don't, and I don't believe Joe Beningo at 65 years old is uh, you know popping boners, uh, wanting to have threesomes with, uh, and propositioning bros to have threesomes with his wife. I think at 65. I, I mean, I hope I have like the urge to do anything sexual at 65, but I doubt I will. <laughs> I don't think I want to get up in the morning at 65 years old, let alone, you know, try to proposition some younger lady to have sex uh, with my wife and me. I don't think, I don't think I'd want to do that. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe fuck yourself. Well, fuck you, goddamn Mark Wahlberg. <sighs> It is a lunaticradio.com show. 718-690-9290 if you want to call him. I had this weird dream the other day that I was hanging out with uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce. And I don't know if it's a good thing to like remember your dreams, but I've been remembering my dreams lately. And for some reason in this dream, I was hanging out with Jay-Z and Beyonce. I have no idea. I'm not even a fan of theirs. I don't like anything about Jay-Z or Beyonce. I'm not jealous of them or anything. But I was hanging out with Jay Z and Beyonce, and I guess uh, in, in that this is like Maya, an early uh, late late nineties, early two thousands R and B singer named Maya. I remember her face; she was like she was very pretty back in the day. But I don't even know why she was in the uh, the, the dream. But apparently, I was hanging out with Jay Z and Beyonce, and uh, we we're out in some like woodsy area, like we were camping or something. Like, I was camping with Jay-Z and Beyonce. It was weird. 
I don't know what I don't know what, what we're in the woods. It was like a park woodsy area, kind of like a like if if you go to like a campground in upstate New York or something, and and then there's like a little quad of open area where people can go and picnic or something. But it was like a camp. There was like a camp vibe to my dream. It was like we were camping. So I guess I'm camping. I was camping with with Jay Z and Beyonce, and Jay's off fucking rapping in the park or something by himself and. And I was having a one-on-one with uh, Beyonce in my dream. And for some reason, as she was just yapping away in my dream, I wasn't even paying attention to her in my dream. That's how much <laughs> I don't pay attention to people when they talk. That's usually what happens. Usually when somebody talks to me, they're like, hey, I got a story for you. My brain just shuts off like a light switch. <laughs> just like, <laughs> that's it, out. I don't want to listen to your story unless it's like 10 seconds long. And that might even be two seconds too long. Eight seconds is the most I can listen. But anyway, Beyonce in my dream was talking. And apparently, at some point in the, in the dream, I was just like, wow, Beyonce, it's kind of like you're, you're being real real with me. Like you're getting, you're, you're, taking, you're brushing away the facade. And now you're like a real person talking to me, talking to the kid that does the podcast. You know? I don't know. I don't even know why I had that dream. I don't even know why I brought it up. To be honest with you, I just thought it was weird. Like, why would I have a fucking dream about Jay Z and Beyonce, and we're at a campground, and I'm caring at all that Beyonce's being real with me? What the fuck is that? I don't even do drugs. I don't smoke weed. I don't do any of that. Why am I having these fucking dreams? What does that fucking dream mean? What does that mean? I mean, if Beyonce was here on the show, if she was a guest of of mine on this show, I guarantee you, I would probably only listen to 10% of the things she says to me on the show. (laughs) Because I'd be thinking about my next question or staring at her ass or something. Why the hell am I fucking caring what she says to me in a dream? It's not even real. Fucking dreams are weird. Also, like, lately in my dreams, I've been freaking, like, like I've been, like, crying and emotional. Because it was, like, people passing away in my dreams. What does that mean? What does that mean? I think I'm fucking dying or something. Like, I hate the fact that I get sad in my dreams and... and dreams are supposed to be dreams. They're supposed to be happy. Occasional nightmare. You know, you get fucking scared. Who cares? Fuck it. I don't want no fuck. I don't know. I, don't know. I wish I uh, there was actually like uh, I guess you can do the, the the dream thing where you can like um, analyze it and uh, fucking see the meaning behind it. I guess I don't know. What the fuck am I hanging out with Jay Z and Beyonce in my fucking goddamn dream? Maybe, maybe not. Maybe fuck yourself. Maybe fuck myself. I know. I know. Start smoking weed. No, I want to go back to college. College was such a better fucking time. You could just fucking chill out, drink some beer, smoke weed. Everywhere you went, smelled smelled like weed. Half the people weren't even showered. I once, uh, when I went to West Virginia, I drove home from West Virginia. I was thinking about this. Uh, the other day, like the crazy shit you do in college when you're younger and things that you won't do now, like half the shit I did in my 20s, there's no fucking chance I would do it now. 
But I remember one time, I just this fucking moment, the memory came up in my head the other day that I was driving home from West Virginia with a with my roommate and these uh, two other girls, these two sorority girls, driving back to New York from West Virginia. Uh, in my, uh, I think I had a Toyota Camry that was like really nice on the inside, but on the outside it looked like it had AIDS. <laughs> if a car could have AIDS, that's what my fucking car looked like. There's just lesions and rust all over it, and it was maroon. It was terrible, but the inside was perfect. It was fucking perfect. So we, uh, so we jumped in uh, in my ride, and I'm taking them all back to New York. This was like 1999, 98, something like that. And uh, I remember, and I would never do this again, and I'm not saying it's a good thing that I did this. I can't even believe I did this. But we uh, we drove home, and like halfway, like two miles out of Morgantown, West Virginia, my roommate, Brian, we call him B-Love, he was like, oh, let's stop off and, uh, you know, we'll pick up some beer. We'll pick up some beer. I'm like... All right, all right, whatever. I'm driving. I'm not drinking. I'm not going to drink and drive. No way am I doing that. And I didn't do it. But uh, the girls and Brian, as I drove all the way back to New York, which, mind you, ended up taking us 13 hours because we had a snowstorm, uh, they drank a 12-pack of Honey Brown. Do they even make Honey Brown anymore? This is a beer called Honey Brown and, like, Natty Ice. They drank like a, like a sixer of Natty Ice and a 12 fucking pack of goddamn Honey Brown. And I remember, uh, you know, dropping everybody off. My, my roommate lived in upstate New York and I got to his house like fucking 10 hours into the trip and it was snow and I drop him off. And then I then I drive to like uh, Westchester and drop this other broad off and uh the girl that I ended up, who lived on Long Island that I had to drive home, she actually went to high school with me. I had to drive her all the way home, and she was passed the fuck out in my uh, passenger seat of my Camry that looks like AIDS. And she's got beer bottles all over the place. This, my, my entire car is filled with empty beer bottles. And I'm driving down the LIE at like 2.30 in the fucking morning. It's freezing. There's snow coming down. I got a, like a 19-year-old girl. In my goddamn passenger seat, literally covered in beer bottles and just sleeping. I'm like, I can't believe I did that when I was that, <laughs> when I was 22, 24, whatever the hell I was. Can you imagine if I ever got pulled over and a cop pulls me over in my fucking AIDS looking Toyota Camry with, uh, that's filled with empty beer bottles, yet I'm sober driving, but the 19 year old girl that's passed out in my goddamn passenger seat is covered in fucking alcohol. <laughs> And drunk out of her mind. Can you imagine if I got pulled over? I wouldn't be doing this podcast today, I tell you that. Oh, it would have been a mess. It would have been over, Johnny, for me. I would have been fucking dead. Can you imagine it? I, I mean, I was sober driving, but the girl was. Like, is that a is that illegal? I guess the open container thing. I would get that penalty, I guess. I don't know. My God, that's crazy. That's shit I did when I was younger, and I can't believe I did. Like I can't believe it's crazy. I know, like if you're a young kid listening to the show and you're like 22, and you're like, ah, oh, that's nothing compared to what I fucking do. But the thing, just just put. You know, I I wish you could just pause your life now and remember all the fucking crazy shit up you did up to this point, and just jump to your mid 40s or your early 40s. 
and be that guy and and look back on the guy you are now. Like you remember your twenties. It's amazing how much you've changed. And if God forbid, I feel sorry for the folks that don't change. <laughs> like they still do the same shit in their forties that they did when they're twenty. I mean, they're gonna be dead. That's just not a good way to go. You shouldn't be doing that. You should in your forties not want to be doing the stuff that you did in your twenties. You know, this half the shit I did in my thirties I won't I won't do anymore. I'm kind of lame. Fucking lame. Hey, here's the deal. When life gives you lemons, just say fuck the lemons and fail. Right. Maybe that was a lemon. <laughs> Maybe that was life giving me a lemon when I was 22 driving that girl home from fucking college and she was passed out in my goddamn... Oh, that would have... That's just a fucking... That's just, that's just bad news. Thank God I didn't do it. I, I drove her home and it was like, fuck, three in the morning and she was fucking drunk in my car. And I, I, I woke her up. She's like, oh, thanks for driving me home. And I literally had to carry her to her front door and drop her off for Thanksgiving break. <laughs> All passed out at 3 o'clock in the morning. Like, she got, like, whatever, what did her parents think? Like, she gets home at 3 o'clock in the morning, uh, home for, for Thanksgiving break, and uh, she's fucking hammered, knowing that she drove, like, rode in a car all the way from West Virginia home. Her parents couldn't have been happy with her. Thank God they didn't know me. I can come knocking on my door with a fucking cop. Get me arrested. I was just, you know, trying to do another massage, driving them home for free. Fucking 14 hours from West Virginia to New York in the fucking snow with three drunk people in my car. Chicks were hot. Sororities are uh, sorority girls in uh, college. That's one of the good memories. It's a good memory. Good memory to have. That's a good memory. Good, solid memory I've had. <sighs> oh, I watched a couple good things this week. Uh, HBO had a documentary about Robin Williams. The late, great comedian, actor, Oscar-winning actor, Robin Williams. There's a great documentary that uh, HBO put out called Robin Williams, Come Inside My Mind. I swear to God, I just say shit so I can push those buttons. I'm gonna have a smoke right now. You want to smoke? You don't smoke, do you? Right? What do you want? All those fitness freaks? Huh? Go fuck yourself. Uh, I don't know what that sounder was. Yeah. Uh, come inside my mind. Great documentary. Details uh, Robin Williams' entire life. Uh, kind of shows you like what type of person he was. Very sad. You got Parkinson's. Parkinson's or diagnosed with Parkinson's. Uh, I guess. Uh, when he was like 59, and then he, uh, everybody knows he, he he hung himself or committed suicide, uh, which is very sad. But you kind of the documentary is kind of is really good because it kind of dives in and, and and shows you. It doesn't tell you this, but it it kind of gives you like the idea of why he might have taken his own life because it shows you what kind of person he was uh, throughout his life, always wanting to be funny, always wanting to make people laugh, um, constantly, always wanting to get a laugh out of somebody. And in turn, when he was diagnosed from Parkinson's, you could see that he wouldn't have that ability anymore to make people laugh because, you know, he'd be dealing with the symptoms of that or 
or not not able to you know do the the crazy gestures that Robin Williams is known for doing. You know, fast talking. You know, lightning quick wit. He wouldn't have that. So maybe that you know led him to depression, and um, you know him deciding to take his own life. But it is it is a fascinating documentary. Uh, really, really, it's just, it shows you everything he accomplished. Uh, you know, the people behind the scenes in his life, folks you don't know, his wives, uh, his his children, this and that. Really good. HBO really knocks it out of the fucking ballpark when it comes to uh, their documentaries and their original programming. They really do. Sometimes they have a like a fucking you know foul tip. It's not so great. You know, a little strikeout, maybe grumble second uh, can of corn shit, you know, show. But for the most part, uh, HBO's original programming pretty much uh, as a whole is better than most. You know, Netflix is doing great, too. Uh, and they're they're becoming a monster. Uh, another thing I can give you to watch uh, that I watched this week is, uh, and I don't know this comedian, but Leroy Jenkins texted me over the weekend. Uh, actually, it was last night. And he's like, you gotta watch this broad on fucking Netflix called fucking Ali Wong. Ali Wong, the comedian, ever hear of her? And I was like, I texted him back, no. He's like, what are you, a fucking faggot? I didn't fucking hear from him. I don't know who else she is. Like, I don't know why Leroy Jenkins expects me to know everything about comedians. I don't know. I don't know who she is. But I, I said I didn't know. But he's like, all right, you gotta watch this Netflix special that she did. So I was like, all right, fuck it. You know what? Uh, Leroy always Leroy always fucking yells at me for not taking up his suggestions. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to take up Leroy Jenkins' suggestion, and I'm going to watch this Ali Wong Netflix special that she did from someplace somewhere. It's called uh, A Hard Knock Wife. Now, she's an Asian girl, and uh, I watched her, her comedy special. I, I can, I can, I say this. She, I will, I'll just come out and say it basically. I don't want to try to fucking paint the picture. She is the best com- female comedian I've ever seen. By far the best female comedian I've ever seen. Her name is Ali Wong. She, she kills it. She is by far the best female comic I have ever seen. I don't even know who she is. And the thing she was talking about in her set, I have no, I have no, I, I'm not into. Like, it, it was about pregnancy and, and becoming a mother and uh, uh, having sex with your her husband and and uh, C-sections and, you know, nothing that I can relate to in my life. Nothing. But I was fascinated by this girl and how talented and smart and funny she was and how dirty and raw she was. My God. Little Asian girl. Like, just... She 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 sold out a theater. This fucking place was jam packed with people. People were laughing their asses off. It was one of the better hour long specials I've seen. I've seen in my life. I've seen some shit. I've seen I've seen a lot. I I I feed off of comedy specials. I love them. Ali Wong, funniest female comic out there. Go check her out. Her special on Netflix, there's two of them up there, but the one I watched was hard, called Hard Knock Wife. Hard Knock Wife. That is something you need to go fucking watch. That's what I'm saying. It's a good fucking show. 
the good. She's very funny. She's very good. She's like this tall. She's like the. She's like three foot five. And she's Asian, but she kills it. She fucking slays it when it comes to. I, it's funny. I've never even heard of her. God, I love that shit though. Don't you love that shit when you just you're at home and you're like, I don't know what the fuck. I'm so bored, and you flick on something on TV. And you're like, ah, fuck it, I'll just throw this on. I don't care, just make noise. Keep my brain occupied. And it, and whatever you flick on just turns out to be great, and you're riveted by it, and you're fucking entertained, and you're like fucking fired up. I love when that shit happens. And that's what happened when I watched this Ali Wong special that Leroy Jenkins suggested. Fucking taking it back. Oh, my lord. Ali Wong. This is why I'm listening to uh, Sirius XM Chill and Sirius XM Yacht Radio. Because I get so fucking worked up over nothing. Sailing, take me away to where I'm going. What is that? Who the fuck made that song? Who the fuck made that sailing song? Quite catchy, but it's fucking corny as fuck. Sailing, take me away to where I'm going. Do 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 do. What is the do do do? I really should uh, start smoking weed, but I think I'm too late in the game. Like I'm too late. This it's too late in my life to start. So I'm like a forty fleur year, years old, right? I don't have a tattoo. That's one thing I'm not going to get. I'm like, I'm, I'm too old to get a tattoo. And I think I'm too old to start smoking weed. I never smoke weed. I'm not a big weed guy. It's not like I've never had it. And I've been there. I've been there. You know, I'm like, eh, just not for me. I don't really care. I don't really care. I'm, I'm so uh, aloof as it is. Why do I need weed to help me out with it? <laughs> I don't. Maybe weed will make you smarter. They have that indigo and sativa. Is that what it is? Which one makes you fucking focus? Because that's the one I need. I don't need the loopy one. I don't need the goofy one because I'm already goofy. I was just singing to myself on the fucking radio. Do you need more goofiness than that? <sighs> Sailing, take me away to where I'm going. Who the fuck sings that? I got to find out who the fuck sings that sailing song. Where's my uh, phone? I gotta, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do something real quick on my Googles. My Googles. Okay, Google. Who sings the sailing take me away to where I'm going song? That's what I just asked Google. Let's see if Google comes up with it. Uh, let's see. The Christopher Cross. How good is fucking Google? That fucking Google is just like fucking bang right there. I'm really good with the answers, that fucking Google. That fucking Google. Anybody watching this? <laughs> like, this is weird. What are, it's weird doing the show by yourself. Like, I'm in... This is weird. There's no one else here. It's just me and a fucking piece of sheetrock in front of me. And this fucking camera. I'm wearing a fucking... Look at this shirt I'm wearing. I should be on a yacht. should be on a yacht eating a gun. <laughs> this fucking just on the yacht with the fucking music playing. Sailing... Take me away to where I'm going. Do, do, 
do do do. Oh. You know? This fucking music playing in the background. Having a good time. <laughs> and then just fucking pull the fucking trigger at some point. Just. Oh. You know, you know what that kind of music is? Like that Christopher Cross sailing song? I wish I could play it right now, but YouTube's going to flag the goddamn show. Um, that's the kind of that's the kind of music people listen to when they when they when they're financially stable. Yeah, just fucking financially stable. No one broke is listening to sailing. Take me away. No one's no one's fucking. No one's listening to that when they're fucking broke or living paycheck to paycheck. They're listening to that fucking Christopher Cross song when they're fucking financially stable. So that's why I didn't know who sang that song because I'm not uh, I'm not one of them guys. I'm not one of those uh, Wolf of Wall Street motherfuckers. Uh, let's see. Oh yes, yes. We found out this week who is the richest man in um, in America or in the world. Actually, his name is the uh, he's the CEO of Amazon. His name is Jeff Bezos. And he is worth a ridiculous amount of money. It is ridiculous how much money this motherfucker has. It is $150 billion. $150 billion. That is a shit ton more money than any one of us have. Anybody. (laughs) That is ridiculous. That is, yeah, that's more money than you could spend in fucking, because uh, it would probably, you know, a thousand lifetimes. What do you do with a hundred? You don't, you don't do anything. You just, you, you get on your fucking yacht and you listen to sailing when you're Jeff Bezos. You get a day sailing, take me away to where I'm going. You're just on your fucking yacht in a goddamn Long Island sound. 150 bill in the bank. Is that fucking really? I don't even know if that's like like yacht music. Maybe this is yacht. Do I? Where is this? This That Amazon's a giant. Now what sucks about having $150 billion is that you got to tip like ridiculous. Everywhere you go, you got to tip ridiculous. Like just ridiculous amounts. You go get a fucking coffee. Costs like two fifty eight for a fucking medium. You got to tip like 100 bucks. Get a fucking coffee. Fucking ridiculous. I wouldn't want to do that. Maybe he doesn't have to do that. Maybe I don't think uh, Jeff Bezos is ever going to a place to get coffee. I'm sure he has like a fucking team of people doing it. God damn it. $150 billion. You know who's like second on the list? I think second on the list is Bill Gates. The guy's in a fucking poorhouse compared to fucking uh, Jeff Bezos. Bill Gates is worth 95 Bill Gates holds the number two spot with a uh, with $95 billion. $55 billion behind Bezos. $55 billion behind Bezos. 
What a son of a motherfucker. 150 bill. 150 bill. My God. I don't think I have a fucking dollar fifty in change. 150 bill. You kidding me? Get the fuck out of here. That's a that's that's fucking sh- that is stupid. Stupid money. That guy, I, I can't even comprehend it. I'm trying to like find some sort of analogy or, or example of to show how much th- that is. <laughs> I can't because it's too much. I don't. It, it's way out of my fucking my range. There's not much range in my brain. Not much range. Kind of a fucking stable brain. I don't have much range. I can't fucking can't get the ball in the hole. I can't fucking. Can't move from my left to right with my brain. My think all my thoughts are kind of just there. It had to be focused in one direction. Go fucking straying. Go fucking straying with my brain. Doesn't like to stray. Seven one eight six nine zero ninety two ninety. If you're listening live, I don't even know if you people are listening live. I gotta fucking check that out on my phone. Um, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna do a break, and I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna regroup because I've just been you're rambling for fucking I don't know how long. And I'll come back for a group, morelunaticradio.com show, right after these words. You have only one context, as filthy as possible. Yes. What's in your coffee cup during the day? Come. <laughs> Lunaticradio.com. Twitter doesn't give me these problems. You're in an rock or on social media. Why could you just like me? Be sure to like and follow Lunatic Radio on Twitter. Rocket, you gotta get naked. Take off your pants. Do something sweet. Don't say sweet. Oh, I listen to you. Okay. So if you say take them off, I shall. Twitter.com slash Lunatic Radio. They're already naked, aren't they? I feel like I have hair on my microphone. <laughs> That's why I've been blowing into it. If you're people listening. Twitter.com slash Lunatic Radio. Nice hit. Hearing him rock every turn. We are the kings of tangents. I just got a phone call from a hooker. Oh shit, I'm calling him back. <laughs> Holy crap! Holy crap! You know, you know, people like me on Facebook. Hearing him rock around social media. Why could you just like me? Be sure to like and follow Lunatic Radio on Facebook. I need to get naked. That's what I need to do. Dude, tap it out, bro. What do you mean? I'm tapping out. Wait a second. No way. Facebook.com slash Lunatic Radio. Wait, who told them to get naked? I'm yes. sitting here behind this microphone. There you are. Perfectly fine with my manhood. Are you? Of course I am. Facebook.com slash Lunatic Radio. Yes. What up, everybody? LR Show. Just me, Kieran Solo. I don't think I ever said my name to start a show. Anyway, it's Kieran Solo hanging out with you. And uh, 718-690-9290 is a live number to call in if you would like to chat with me. Somebody was, uh, somebody did call in before and uh, during the break, which was great. And uh, too bad I couldn't fucking answer the fucking phone. Uh, but it'd be nice if that person uh, called back. I don't know who the hell it was, but uh, yeah, call back in. It'd be great. 718-690-9290. Jeff Bezos. Here it is. Here's the person. Let's see what happens here with this fucking phone uh, call. Call, you're on the air. What's your name? Where you're from? Hey, man, it's Nomad. Nomad. Welcome to the program, my friend. 
Yeah, I had to Skype you because I just for some reason I couldn't get a signal. Anyway, man, what's up going on by yourself? Where's uh Where's the fat bastard at? Everybody has. Uh, where's the fat bastard at? <laughs> he is. Uh, no, nah, everybody had shit to do today. They're uh, they're they're uh, they're all dads now. So uh, uh, they have uh, they have things to do, I guess. But uh, yeah. I just I know I I I'm gonna do the show every Sunday. I'm not gonna skip a day. So if I have to do a solo, I have to do a solo. It is fucking very bizarre doing a solo though, because you sit here and there's literally nobody here other than me. Yeah, and, <laughs> and I, I I click over and you're singing to yourself in the camera. Sometimes <laughs> I know I'm fucking long losing my mind. You know, it's a little nuts. It's a little nuts. So. Well, man, I kind of may have missed uh, may have missed some shit, but what's uh, what what do you think about what's going on out there in Hollywood right now? With uh, what? Oh, like now, with the, that with the child, like the dude with the pornography guy. Like, what's what the hell is going on? The dude with the pornography guy. Uh, uh, the, uh, the comedian that Disney dropped. Oh, 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 um, yeah. What the who the hell is that? What I don't even fucking know who the guy is. The guy that was going to direct that movie? Yeah, that was coming off the Guardians of the Galaxy, that guy. It's like they, they dropped him and something about he made a joke about pedophiles and made a joke with somebody on Reddit or a post on Twitter from t- years ago, not recent either. Yeah, I don't like that idea. I saw like uh, the dude in the Major League uh, All-Star game, this guy was pitching, uh, like a pitcher from the Brewers, and uh, the whole idea of like, People looking into people, other people's social media accounts and finding like risque or, or bad shit they tweeted like years ago and then bringing it up to the forefront uh, now. Like they did it to some, some pitcher in the All-Star game, in the baseball All-Star game. Like this guy was just pitching in the All-Star game. He's like 22 years old. Yet like the the people on the internet and the social media, they, they went to this guy's Twitter and they found out some racist shit that he... Apparently tweeted when he was like 16 or 17 years old and they started like posting it everywhere as as he as this guy is pitching in the all-star game and he, and he had to apologize. Yeah, like destroying people's career with stuff that, you know, granted, this guy was in his 40s. That's the only reason why, like when he made the comments, he was in his 40s like he'd know better. But the mm-hmm. ball player, like, dude, he's a teenager. He hasn't had the experience with people and he may only have, you know, those bigoted viewpoints because usually you're in a school full of your peers, which are usually other white people if you're white. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, I just don't feel like people should be holding people accountable. Well, I mean, you sort of, but not accountable for things when you were literally under the age of eighteen. It's like holding a, a sexting picture against your girlfriend when you're in your thirties from when she was in high school. Right, right. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's it's it, people people become successful, and then folks like the and folks like to see people do well, but then they also there's that side of the society that likes to fucking get the gotcha moment happening and destroy somebody's career which is nuts it's like they want to they they want to see somebody fall and they and they and yeah. they look through their background to see if they made any mistakes on social media wrote some text messages to somebody uh, made some off-handed joke somewhere it's just like it's gar- people are everybody's pretty much have has made shit that could get them fired or said shit that could get them fired. I mean, it's, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I, I don't, I think it's, I think it's shitty, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know this story that you're bringing up. I don't know the guy. I don't know what he said. I would have to hear it or read it or 
or whatever. I, 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 don't, I don't know anything about the guy, so I really can't comment on it. I don't know. You know, well, and I, just that the situation alone is really the way way I look at it is you know it's ten years ago versus today. Mm-hmm. I, I just feel like you know, and especially getting someone from your take, if they were to go back ten years on you and pull up old shows from Lunatic Radio, right. uh, I know. Yeah. I was like showing my dick on camera and shit. I guess <laughs> <laughs> like, stupid. I can't imagine. Boy at a bar. Yeah, yeah, just dumb, <laughs> dumb shit. Like I, I don't even want to Google myself on uh, on uh, or do image Google search on, on myself because I might see my pictures of myself drunk and shit. I don't, I don't see that shit. <laughs> you know, this is crazy. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't like the the like the gotcha moments. I don't like the gotcha moments. I, I feel like that's what uh, social media has be, become these A days. Witch hunt. It's just a witch hunt. Let's just go after somebody today. Like, who are we going after tomorrow? You know? Fucking stupid. Like, I don't know why people can't just be happy in this world for other people. You know what I mean? Why can't you be happy for the guy who's fucking done something good with his life and he and he got his, you know, he's, he's making this movie. Well, just be happy for the guy. You don't have to fucking, you know, witch hunt him. You know? There are people out there that are successful and they're assholes. But who gives a shit? Why do you need to? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't get it. The whole, the the world, like, that, social media is, like, unexplainable. It really is. You can't explain it. You can't explain it, like, a million times over in a million different ways. But once you do that, it's just, it, it, really, basically, it's just unexplainable. <laughs> That's what it boils down to. Basically, it's just unexplainable why people do shit on social media. And how to fucking... It's all perspective based, like one person's emotions at that moment in that time while they're taking a shit on the toilet tweeting is that thought. And that thought is now defining their existence to everyone else. Right. Yeah, it's fucking insane. Imagine that. Imagine that being held to like a tweet. Your whole life is held to a tweet you made fucking 10 years ago. Well, I mean, look at Trump. I mean, just think about think 20 years from now, the evidence that we've got to go back and look on the records of his presidency will be his tweets. Right. I just saw something actually this week on uh, not the. I don't want to bring up Trump because I feel like every time I've done one more, uh, I did a solo show like a, a month ago and I did like a bunch of Trump shit. But I did see some blurb about Trump and I don't know. I think it came from like Newsweek or something where there's possibly video or audio of him saying that uh, talking about paying off this broad, uh, giving this girl hush money. And and apparently this audio is from like two months or two weeks before the election or something like that. I'm just like, that's crazy. And like when I read the blurb, I was like, ah, that's nothing. Even if it is true, it's nothing because he's he's done so much shit and taken the like the 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 perception of the office on like such a journey that him cheating on his wife or disrespecting his children by cheating on his wife, like it, it doesn't even matter. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter. That's how terrible of a human being he is. That the cheating shit, it, it's not even like a news story to me anymore. Like it's, it's it doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter that he paid people, like chicks off or told chicks to shut up because uh, you know he's running for the president. I, I don't know. It, it's like he's such a piece of shit. I don't know. It's just crazy. It, it gets hard to try to like explain him nowadays. Yeah, I mean he says shit so much. Like 
Every day he says so much shit and people get so riled up over everything he's done and the lies and this and that and whatever the fuck it is. Is that it's just like you don't know what's like... I don't remember what... I don't know. I can't remember what having a respectable president was like. (laughs) You know what I mean? That's what I I can't remember. I don't know what... In my lifetime, I'm 27, so in my lifetime... I've watched a guy say, I did not inhale, I did not have sex with that woman, uh, we're going in for freedom when it was for oil, uh, <laughs> yeah. I've had I've had medical bills passed that were so long that the Congress wasn't allowed time to read it, and now I've got a president that tweets nonstop, right. absolute heinous shit, so I mean, for, for me, I don't know what other, what all the youth is looking at, but when we're in our 50s, you know, yeah, oh my god. I yeah I know it's it's, it's fucking yeah no it is it is we're gonna have I guarantee you Dwayne the Rock Johnson is gonna be a, a president at some point and then we'll that is Please. that is full pre, that is full idiocracy that is exactly what the movie is. <laughs> once Dwayne the Rock Johnson enters the White House it is idiocracy of the movie it the idiocracy of the movie then absolutely becomes a documentary. <laughs> It absolutely the fall of America. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Trump is so, is so terrible that it, he really it jades your mind. He jades your mind, and, and, and you forget how like what is a respectable president like? I forget what Obama was like. <laughs> Dude, and it sucks as like a conservative. You know, like as a conservative voter, you, we weren't really much left with much of a choice. You had Trump or nobody, and then you get. You get this guy in here, and you're like questioning everything about your party and everything else. Like, why in the fuck did we back this guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's terrifying, and especially here in Tennessee, where I can see people who proudly put Trump signs like on the roof of their house have to climb up there and like take them down and, and paint over them. <laughs> fuck, Ugh, my father! Oh my god! Every time I, I run over to my folks' place and I go see them for lunch, or I see them on the weekend, or whatever. Uh, my dad cannot, he is like, I don't get it with like dudes that are 65 and older and they're like conservative, like old guys. Cause they just will not fucking, they just, they don't care if it's anything against conservative, uh, conservative people or Republicans or whatever. They just fucking hate it. Like, is your dad tonight? It, what, yeah, he's a Trump. He's a Trump supporter, like through and through, and it's like. But does he does he have a calendar of the Reagan Ranch at his house? Oh, I don't know. No, I don't think he does. No, <laughs> my, my my parents do. Oh God! So I was going to say, I understand your pain in a way that you could not even possibly imagine. Like yeah. when when you get the newsletter from the Reagan Ranch at your house. And what what's weird is that my father will read like everything. He is one of those dudes. Who bought like the Russian invasion of uh, fucking Facebook? Like all the news, like the fake news that was posted on Facebook, or apparently fake news that was posted on Facebook. That you know, if you if you are a uh, Republican, you got a lot of uh, like news about uh, how shitty the Democrats were and this and that, and Hillary did this. And he bought he bought he buys everything he reads. Oh, he, uh, no, I just dropped out. He, my dad bought everything he reads on, uh, if it was like a, like any type of news from any type of website and it was bashing Democrats, my dad bought it. He was just like, that's true. I believe it. 
Fucking Hillary's got fucking 14 fingers. Fucking, she's a, she's a devil. <sighs> I hate politics. I wish we could just eliminate it from like all talking points across everything. <laughs> I just hate, I don't want to hear about it ever. Fucking retarded. Nothing ever gets done. And then we have a fucking lunatic in the office who doesn't even believe the own shit. I guarantee Trump doesn't even believe half the shit comes out of his mouth. Fucking nutball. There's no mad back. Yeah. Yeah, my dad's a... St- you know, my at my parents' house, my mother... I'll be there. My mother will put on NBC, and my dad will automatically just yell out the word communist. They <laughs> <laughs> go, what are you watching, NBC? Fucking commies. Oh, you should, you should hear, like, yeah. paranoid Fox being bought out by Disney. You should really hear that. What is that? Fox being bought out by Disney? Yeah, so no, like everybody's all paranoid because they're like, oh God, now they're going to be able to control the information because they started the buyout in 2016, mm. you know, process. But I, in reality, it probably has more to do with them being like, fuck you, we want all our properties' characters, you know, buying the rest of Marvel by buying Fox. But in turn, that means Disney has their fingers in the deepest parts of like networking outside of that. So that means they own basically everything. Uh, Media King Chicken and Disney is not getting the news channels or the sports channel like ESPN. Right, that's what I'm saying, but that means they still, it's Disney money that's going around, so they may not be officially getting it, but think about it. Right, it's it's, uh, power. There's still power influence there. They've got the power now. Mm. They've got them by the balls no matter what. Like, at that point, you can't fuck with Disney. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no, that's a giant. That's a giant company. Right. It's like you're not – well, until something like embezzlement or some massive conspiracy happens and they can tumble from within, Disney's not going to go anywhere, probably even in my lifetime. Yeah, but they're like they're like fucking – like they're on that Apple level. You know what I mean? It's just like they're so big that if there's shady shit happening – it ain't coming out. <laughs> and if somebody, right. like if, they are a government in themselves. yeah, if, if like somebody wants to leak it, that person just fucking disappears. You never hear about it. Like that's how powerful that fucking company is. Like Apple and Amazon. Can you, I mean, these companies are giants, like fucking giants. You know, if they, if they, if they, they control companies, you they control countries. You can control countries with with how much how powerful these fucking countries these uh, companies are. Like Apple. Apple's ridiculous. Fucking. Amazon is retarded. That's fuck. It's a. Re- it's huge. See, I'm sure shady shit happens. You can't get that. It's fucking crazy. Fucking. Cra- it's scary how big these companies become. Like Amazon. Amazon. Like there's no slowing down. What's gonna happen? Who's gonna fucking take down Amazon? What what piece of new technology is gonna uh, emerge and take down Amazon? I don't think there's one. They'll buy it and make it a part of Amazon. Right. There's no stopping. There's no stopping Amazon. And in, in what is his name? Jeff Bezos? That guy's worth $150 billion now. Can you imagine what he's going to be worth in 10 years? Shit. Did you see their stores in Seattle? The Amazon, you just walk in, you buy stuff at this little store, and it's got you know a minor anti-theft system to it. Right. But even they admitted the amount of stuff that they'd be throwing away or lost to theft would still be underneath their profit bar. Oh right, yeah the the the, the self sufficient store is that what it is? You just yeah. walk, yeah, fucking that's crazy. That's that's fucking forward thinking right there. 
And that's the way a lot of shit's going to be. And pretty sooner or later, they're going to have a store like that the size of fucking Walmart. And people will just be going in and out of that motherfucker. And that's the way it's going to be. Once that sure, on, Go ahead. On campus at Tennessee, at University of Tennessee, there's a Walmart. Um, and basically, when you go in the Walmart, they have cashier lanes, but they're never open. Mm-hmm. They have a square of self-ring-up sections and then a couple of registers that are Walmart app registers where you just scan all the items with your phone and you pay for it when you get to the register. You just tap your phone and it's paid for and you leave. You go through the self-checkout and there's one person there. That's it. Like nine self-checkout registers and one person. There is no registers open in this whole store. Even in the sporting goods section, you have to call somebody back there if you want to get like a, a sports license or something printed for you. They don't keep somebody at the counter. That's crazy. That's a it's, new age. That's where we're at, man. We want uh, Media Media King uh, checking in. Uh, Amazon has contracts with the feds. I don't even know what that fucking means. Apparently, that's not good. And I don't even know if that's true. I don't know anything about it. I'm just reading it off of some dude who wrote that on the YouTube. <laughs> tell, tell Media King to call into the show. Yeah, so maybe so- uh, maybe, oh. maybe he's a mute, Media King. He, he only knows how to type. I don't know. You should call in. He's got he's got a lot of opinions on there on the on the interwebs. Maybe you should call in. Fucking give me some of those opinions. Yeah, it's it's a it's a new world we're heading towards, man. I was actually thinking about this um, uh, before the show. Uh, I was like, man, I kind of because uh, I think Leroy Jenkins sent me an article about fucking some sort of study, some medical study coming out of Alabama or something like that, some place like that. Where it's like it was about hair loss and how they like reverse the effects of aging and hair loss in mice. And I was just like, I just wrote, I read, you know, I scanned through the article real quickly. I just thought in my head as I'm scanning through it, I'm like, I'm like, I wish I could put pause on my life right now. Like just hit the pause button on my life and then restart it in like 20 years and remain how I am now. And just, you know, rejoin my life in 20 years because in because I want to see what the advancements are. I want to see what's at my disposal as far as health, uh, uh, technology wise in the future, because because I feel like we are like right on the verge of a lot of cool technological shit and advances in uh, medical care happening. I feel like we're we're just going to hit like some sort of turn, and it's just going to fucking exponentially just be great <laughs> all well, across the, the board. You know what I mean? The only downside is every time we've hit a technological turn, it's been monopolized and either buried mm. for pharmaceutical purposes and profit, or uh, its side effects down the road have led to unfortunate, unfortunate you know consequences, and that's like. Where we're at now, where you've got half, you know, not, I'm not going to say half, but a large portion of people, they're like, I'm not going to vaccinate my child, and diseases showing back up that haven't been seen in, you know, 100 years. Basically, what, they, I'm, what I'm saying, after I read that article, I was just like, fuck, I want to pause my life now, because I don't want to, ha- like, be taking the fucking, the anti-hair loss fucking wrinkle cream when I'm 62 and it doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get, I get, I get. Pause now and get to the point where you can right. stay in a stasis. Right, right, right. If I like got bitten by a vampire and I became a vampire and I would remain this this look for the rest of eternity, I'd be all right. But not at sixty two. I don't want to get bitten by a vampire at sixty two because I'm going to just be an old vampire, not get laid. 
fucking at sixty. You know, it would suck. It would suck to <laughs> live for an eternity in a sixty-year-old body. But at forty-two, I'm not so bad. I'm, I'm like I'm all right. I, I still you just ask Nicholas Cage how he does it. He's been the same exact way since like fuck 1989. I don't know. Nicholas Cage is funny because I he he made like a like nine really shitty action adventure biker movies like recently in the last fucking 10 15 years and no one's ever seen him but you but you you look at his like progression to hold on to his hair and whiten his teeth and get his face taut and fucking pulled to look younger he he looks weird like he's trying to hold on to his his youthful look but he's at the point where he should just let it age you know what i mean cuz he probably looked better if you just let it age. Yeah, but I mean, like, you've seen, I don't know if you've gone online and looked at the memes for it, but, like, there's pictures from the 1800s of a guy that looks just like Nicolas Cage, and then Nicolas Cage in, like, every Oh, really? They say Nicolas Cage is a vampire? Fucking, yeah. Is that the, <laughs> Yeah, he might be. Fucking A. He might be. Oh, by the way, there's a, uh, there's an article out. I think everybody knows this. But apparently there are like every like apparently like ninety ninety six percent of the sexy bikini photos you see on the Instagrams and all this. I think everybody knows this. This is not much of a fucking breaking news. But it is ninety like ninety six percent of them are all fake, or because apparently there's an app. There's apps out there that girls use to completely change their body types and and, and improve their pictures. Uh, yes. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So that they actually look, they work really well, <laughs> and it's kind of it, they, they do. I mean, I'm looking at a picture of a girl. It's like the before and after Instagram shot, and it's pretty amazing what she can she did with her body. Like made her butt look awesome, made her titties bigger. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking great. It's great. But what sucks is that yeah, I'm looking. You know, I I constantly when I'm at work. And I got to, you know, go use the men's room or uh, take a little break, a little water cooler break. I'm, I just flick through Instagram. I'm looking at butt pictures at work. And and all these fucking profiles, I'm just looking at these bras and I'm going, I was like, like I'm not, I look at them and I see how pretty these girls are and I feel so, so shitty about myself. And when I read this article in the paper, and I realized that this person, this article is telling me that 96% of those fucking photos you see across the board on Instagram are fake. The bikini photos. It made me feel a lot better about myself. Because a lot of these, like, and a buddy at work was telling me, he's like, because he was a younger dude. And he goes meets these, uh, I guess, social media influencers at these live gigs they do. They do like these bar gigs or club gigs or, or convention gigs where they go and they meet and greet people. And he said he's met, like, a bunch of, like, hot chicks from the Instagram or the Internet. And when he sees them in person, they look nothing like themselves. They look like shit. Not like total shit, but they don't look nothing like their photos because their photos are so doctored. Yep. And that's about to say, like, man, I work on the strip on campus. So, you know, get on Tinder or anything like that. You see all these people. But I've seen, I don't know how many that I've seen on Tinder walk into the store and it's just like, Whoa, you know, you're a bit thicker than you make yourself out look to be. Yeah, here it is. The uh, An app called the Facetune app 
The Facetune app has been downloaded more than 15 million times since it launched launched in 2013. Uh, it's an easy to use tool that can whiten teeth, reshape the body, and smooth the skin. And while the app is such uh, such as Airbrush and VC VSCO also give users the power of professional level photo retouching. Facetune is winning the popularity popularity contest. It's only three bucks. So you buy, you spend four bucks on an app, and you can completely use it to manipulate your photos, change your body type, smooth your tone, get rid of all the, and whiten your teeth in every photo. I was I was just talking to Rock about this the other day. I was like, I think they have something that you can, that they can do with video to whiten celebrities' teeth. Because I look at the teeth that celebrities have when I'm watching like TV or something, and I was talking to Rocket about this uh, off the show uh, a couple weeks ago. I was like, I was like, Rock, do you know how uh, or what like people on TV or on the news or anybody you see on TV? Do you know what they're using to whiten their teeth? And he was like, I have no fucking idea. I don't understand how people get their teeth so white. <laughs> I don't understand how they always have these gigantic teeth. My thing is, is like, you know, I look at myself in the mirror. I look at, you know, people smile all day, every day. Mm. No smiles with their teeth hanging out like a horse. And I see so many, like, news anchors and right. celebrities. When they do that, their front teeth almost stick out. I feel like, and if you go on Amazon and look, there's so many, like, overlays and clip-on piece teeth and stuff like this that half of what we see probably ain't even real. I know. That's what I'm, like, I'm starting to, like, I just read that portion of this article about the Facetune app that people, girls use to retouch themselves. Uh, <laughs> retouch themselves. Retouch their images. Um, but, yeah, I'm like, I'm, I was looking, even in golf, like, watching the British Open this weekend, I was looking at Tiger Woods' teeth. Like, his teeth are so goddamn white. I'm like, how do you get them that white? Like, I brush my teeth with, like, charcoal. There's, like, a charcoal powder that I brush my teeth with to try to get them white. Apparently, they're supposed to get them whiter, you know, and, and, and clean them better. So I, I'm brushing. It, it, it doesn't really work. I mean, it makes them, like, the natural-looking white, but it, but it, but it, not like the white that I see, like, Dwayne The Rock Johnson have on fucking TV. His, his teeth are so fucking white. They're, they're whiter than the, the color white. Yeah, but you can go get them bleached at a dentist if you got the money, man. Is that what it is? You dip and you smoke, or you not smoke, but you dip and you drink coffee and soda, so you're getting yeah. fucked. But how often do they go to a dentist and get their teeth bleached? Is that even healthy? Is that even a thing? I didn't even know it was a thing. Yeah, you can actually buy the kits off Amazon and ship it to your own house, and it's got those big foam-like teeth things you put in your mouth mm. like they do. I see you. Foam and everything. You do it yourself. You're a young kid. I see these people sticking these lights in their mouth, <laughs> like these fucking fluorescent lights things with these go- with the, the, the goop thing on it. Like they have, uh, it's almost like a uh, like a mouth protector, but it has a fluorescent light attached to it. An yeah, LED card. And they, yeah, and they put that in their mouth and their teeth are white. Is that like something? Is that healthy? <laughs> like I don't think that's healthy. I can't imagine. Well, Think about it like this. It's the same kind of material that costume teeth are made out of, and you can wear vampire teeth for like 12 hours. Mm. You'll just get veneers, you know, like the little fucking thing they put on top of the teeth. That's pretty much like I think you can, and again, you can order these really flimsy ones off Amazon that are good for just a few hours. Huh. Huh. That's weird. Get teeth off Amazon. Hell, they've got moldable plastic teeth that you just make yourself, and they come with a little imprint tray for different sizes. Oh shit! Yeah, it's like it's I don't know. It's like the it just it, it, I found it interesting because everybody's got such like you notice it 
like 10 years ago, you watch TV and everybody's got like normal teeth. Now you watch TV these days and everybody's got fucking teeth that are whiter than white. I'm like, how the fuck? Like, what are these people doing? <laughs> Their teeth are so white. And then it makes you like insecure about your own teeth. Even if your teeth are fine and kind of like normal white. You're, you feel like you're not keeping up with the Joneses because you don't have fucking like blinding white teeth. Like how do they take these British actors who you know have terrible teeth, uh-huh. but when you say, look, they're like fucking perfect teeth. Right. Yeah. Like what are they doing? These British actors, these people, you know, the, these English actors, what are they fucking sandblasting their teeth? Get them whiter? Fuck. Uh, I got some audio of Roseanne Barr trying to explain her Valerie. What is that? Who's the person she got fired for tweeting about? Oh, Valerie Jarrett. Who the hell is Valerie Jarrett? I don't even know who the fuck that is. But anyway. I don't know. Called her a monkey. Yeah. All right. Uh, I got audio of Roseanne apparently uh, getting upset trying to explain uh, her Valerie Jarrett tweet. Here we go. I'm going to play this. Hopefully you can hear it. Nomad, I'm not sure if you're going to be able to, but here we go. Hello, hello. Give me a level. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Okay. Oh, you said I'm in three outfits. Well, here's the problem. Like, imagine... Are you filming? Yeah. Imagine a presidential address. Like, you're busted with killing a hooker. Like, whatever, right? What? Just, no, hear me out. And they say, tonight, the president's going to give his address. And And then the camera fades out, and it's fucking the president on his desk in the Oval Office. And he's like, I did not have sex with that hooker, right? Imagine in his statement to keep and save his job, there were jump cuts, multiple outfits, different. I'm trying to talk about Iran. I'm trying to talk about Valerie Jarrett wrote the Iran deal. But you've told me this 300 times. Do you know that if. That's what my tweet was about. I know. You've explained this literally 300 times. I thought the bitch was white. God damn it. I thought the bitch was white. Ugh. That was a good one. God damn! You listen to you listen to like Roseanne Barr, and I just I don't understand where any type of entertainment comes out of that fucking lady. Call her on the air. It comes out of that lady. Call her on the air. Oh, I'm missing myself. Call her on. Man, that would be the worst piece of battery I've ever heard on the internet. Oh, I'm hella. You're in a time warp. Turn down your uh, computer. You're in a. Uh, hello? Can you hear me now? Yes, there you go, sir. Welcome to the program. What's your name? Where are you from? This is Media King calling in. Media King, welcome to the show. Roseanne Barr is fucking annoying. <laughs> My God. Yeah, don't play that again. Yeah, no. Well, I, I like. Did was her show? Have you watched her show? Was is she like entertaining at all? Like I've never been entertained. I, she's an old woman. I and she's been on. In and out of uh, TV forever. I've never been entertained by Roseanne Barr, ever. I don't understand. Well, the original show was, uh, you know, was it was a ratings monster for ABC. The new show mm. was also a ratings monster for the first two episodes because people tuned in and, and watched it. Uh, it didn't do well in uh, the coastal cities, New York and L.A., uh, you know, the big top 10 markets, it actually did well in the heartland. 
mm. you know, Peoria, Illinois. Right. Uh, Trump country. What is known as flyover country. Mm. And that is what gave ABC the go-ahead to uh, give her uh, uh, a full season. But... Uh, then this had to happen, and uh, she was, uh, you know, summarily fired. Mm, yeah. God. God, dude. I just listened to that audio, and I'm like, oh, God. So annoying. <laughs> That's funny. Imagine dude. you have to work with her. Oh, God. And if you watch the clip of uh, the video that that audio is from, uh, she's like fucking sweaty. She looks like she looks almost like she was drinking, maybe. Uh, or or she's very sweaty and, and like smoking a cigarette and all just fucking pissed off at life. Just oh god, I don't even like. Well, ugh. If you well think about it, if you were just blessed with the ratings monster and the network loved you, mm. and then you go out and send a tweet, you know this is this is a cautionary tale for everybody. Mm. Uh, because now that uh, we're in this new shame culture that we're in now, right. everybody is going to get caught up in this net. Every single person. Yeah. yeah They're going to get caught up in it. And uh, it doesn't matter what sort of something or other. It may be innocuous now, but say five, six months down the line, that may be the new N-word. So now you have to really temper yourself and get yourself a pack of lawyers before you send out a tweet. Yeah, right? Oh, shit. People love getting, people get fucked with that Twitter, man. <laughs> they really do. Man, I don't even, I don't even get on Twitter anymore because there's so many people. And I, and I got to thinking about it. It seems to me that, you know, there's a lot of young folks on Twitter, social media doing things like that. And this would be the first time that this, that uh, this generation has a president or a person in charge that they don't like. Mm. And they they don't know they don't know the history. There's always been since President Numero Uno. There's always been a group of people who don't like a sitting president. Right. What do they do? They still have to get up to go to work every morning. Bills have to be paid. Babies have to be fed. People still have to do what they need to do. Get up, kill something, and drag it home. Mm-hmm. But this is the first time where the, the the results that they wanted didn't happen, and so they shut down. This is why you have all the meltdowns, the uh, YouTube videos, the blogs. Every single one of these things, people, uh, the young folks can't deal with it. And this is an object lesson, a four-year uh, textbook in how to deal or how not to deal. Right. Yeah, with all that. All the protests and the kids is fucking, ugh. Yeah, they didn't get what they wanted. Now they're protesting and bitching on the internet. <laughs> they got they got Trump for four years, and they're not happy about it. <laughs> that fucking sucks for, the, fuck sucks for the millennials. Yeah, and as an older guy, I just have to sit back and laugh at it. Yeah, man, it's it's uh, the younger generation. I wish them well, and they're gonna be they're gonna be handed the younger generation. Is going to be handed the greatest technology advances and and, and, uh, medical advances ever that that the human race has ever seen. I hope they fucking appreciate it. (laughs) I hope they. You only need. Uh, You only need to look at all of the advances that this country has made and think there was at least one or two or 12 people that built these things, mm. that made this innovation, that pioneered the technology that moved the country forward that didn't like the sitting president. What did they do? They went to work. Went to work. Go to work. 
Go to work, you fucking millennials. Is that where Sam Media King go to work? Shut up and go get to work. Get off your avocado toast blog <laughs> and get back to work. Get off your avocado toast blog. <laughs> oh, that was a good one. I like that. Uh, there was, wasn't it like a ballpark or something? Did I read that somewhere? Am I wrong? There was like a like a ballpark or some sort of baseball team that was having millennial night. Yeah, and it is a southern team, the Birmingham Biscuits. Yeah, uh, had millennial night. Yeah, with uh, selfie stations, charging stations. I think they were giving out blankets. There may have been a petting zoo or two. I don't know. It was like yeah, and they had like nap time. <laughs> Yeah, they had, like, nap time or some shit, and there was, like, avocado. There was some avocado involved there, too. I don't even know what it was. And, of course, it was, you know, there was outrage, as you do. Oh, yes. The outrage. The outrage. The fake outrage, mostly. It's all fake. But, see, now, look, at, I just pulled it up here. They had avocado burgers, mm. craft beer, nap stations, selfie stations, and just for showing up, you got a participation ribbon. <laughs> and it was a higher attendance than usual. <laughs> that is great. You know, that's just, that that's fucking hilarious. That's actually pretty uh, pretty genius to come up with that, that marketing. Because I mean, now we're all talking about it. You know, people, it, it made the news. It was the national news. That that uh, that minor league baseball. Well, yeah. it's, it's a good fucking disc. It's, a, it's kind of and funny. And they had good attendance, too. Did they? Did millennials yeah, show up? Higher, I don't know if millennials showed up, but uh, it had higher than normal attendance. Uh, that might have been the source of the outrage. There should have been, a, should have been a, a rash of folks on the gram saying uh, how outraged they were that their avocado burger wasn't well done or something <laughs> or other. I don't know. That's hilarious. Uh, all right. Well, I think I'm going to wrap up the show. I think we covered enough today. I can't believe yeah, it. man. Good talking to you. Yeah, absolutely, Media King. Thank you very much for calling into the radio program. You got a lot. Of, you're well, you're a very good radio caller. Well, all right, man. We'll see you. All right, man. There you go. Thank you, Media King. Uh, word up, everybody. Uh, I think that's gonna conclude our radio program. I don't know what I covered today at all, but thank you to uh, Nomad Virgin Zach. Media King for calling into the program. Thank you, folks, for listening, whether it's uh, live in the chat room or on the podcast. Uh, subscribe to the LunaticRadio.com show on YouTube. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Lunatic Radio and on Instagram at Lunatic Radio. Subscribe on iTunes and Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, word them up. Donate if you like to donate to the radio program. Uh, log on to the lunaticradio.com website and hit the donate button. Uh, all donations are accepted. Thank you very much and thank you kindly in advance. Uh, yes, next week we'll be back next Sunday, 8 p.m. Eastern, hopefully with Rock or, or Leroy Jenkins. And if not, it'll be me doing another fucking solo show talking to goddamn Nomad and Media King. Maybe those will just start hosting the show with me. Because I feel like after a while, I, I run out of shit to say, and uh, it's nice to hear from Nomad and Media King just call in and fucking get my mind right. I need somebody to talk to. I can't imagine what a fucking guy in prison does when he's put in solitary confinement, because that's what I feel like when I'm doing this radio show by myself. 
Start fucking talking to walls about nothing. <laughs> All right, word up, everybody. Thank you for listening to the LunaticRadio.com show. And um, we'll see you next week. Or I will, at least. Peace! Karen and Rock. LunaticRadio.com